Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. 
Retain Champions. My name is Michelle McLean. I am the CEO of a company called Retention Masters. I am a brand strategist. Uh, and for those that need a very simplified version of that, I basically help business owners and entrepreneurs tell their stories through creative content. And I love this morning's topic. I'm super, super passionate about it. We're talking about finding the grass that lies at the end of the desert. And guys, I'm, I'm no stranger to tragedy. Um, I've been through a lot. And I really love this topic because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And I want you to write something down this morning. Grab a pen, grab a paper, write all this down because I really want it to make an impact and change your life. Understand your self-worth is not determined by your inability to see the pasture. Again, your self-worth is not determined by your inability to see the pasture. Like I said, being that it's Mental Health Awareness Month, I feel like this is such an important topic. Many of you know my story, many of you don't. I'm not gonna dive into the details of it, but I lost my husband to suicide in 2016. And since that has happened, I have made it my mission every single day to save just one person. And perhaps today, that person who needs saving is you. This morning, I'm gonna be sharing seven tips for finding the grass that lies at the end of the desert. Before we get going though, I do wanna just let you know, I have launched a brand new swag store this month. My hashtag is we rise together. Uh, at the core of my brand, it is a green heart, which is very near and dear to my heart because of what I've been through and mental health awareness. Mental health awareness. So I just wanna remind you guys of that. Uh, if you need a daily reminder of your own self-worth, you wanna remind someone else of theirs, or you just wanna rock some cool new swag, check out my new apparel store. Everything is 15% off for the month of May in honor of mental health awareness. Uh, the link is pinned to the top of the page. So I hope that you guys will check that out. I'm gonna dive on into this topic and we are going to go pretty fast through this. As always, if you guys miss anything or need my notes, you can always catch the replay anywhere you catch your podcast. You can always also click on my profile picture uh, and there's all kinds of ways there to get in touch with me. So let's dive on into this we're talking about not giving up we're talking about self-worth this morning which is at the core in my opinion of what prevents suicide and again it's something that's very dear to my heart self-worth is defined by the dictionary as a feeling that you are a good person who deserves to be treated with respect and of course that's an ambiguous definition we can dive really deep into that topic of self-worth self-love things like that but Although most would outwardly describe ourselves as fitting within the outline definition, I think sometimes many of our actions and our internal monologues and dialogues often tell a very different story, right? As human beings, I think we have a tendency to measure things like our self-worth, our self-confidence, self-esteem, all of that against the likes of what society or social media tells us that they should be. They set the standard bar for which we should measure ourselves rather than us actually focusing on all the value that our uniqueness and our individuality bring to the world around us. And this is something that I struggled with for a very long time. I mean, a very long time, especially after I endured such a tragedy in my life. And when I sat back and I did a really deep dig, I did a self audit to figure out where those feelings were coming from, it ultimately boiled down to five things for me. First was my appearance. And I know that there are so many women, men as well, uh, predominantly women that struggle with their outward appearance. Maybe you feel like, you know, you're, you're not comfortable in your own skin. You're struggling with, you know, body dysmorphia. Maybe you're underweight, maybe you're overweight, whatever that might be for you. 
I personally was tipping the scales at almost 300 pounds in November of 2020, and I was not happy in my own skin. It affected my confidence. It affected absolutely every area of my life. I wasn't happy with where I was at financially. I felt inadequate. I felt like I couldn't afford the lifestyle that I wanted. And it's not to me about keeping up with the Joneses. It's never been about that. But I wanted to feel empowered when I walked into rooms. I wanted to be that person that felt like I was dressed head to toe to the nines, that I didn't want to feel like I didn't have the confidence to project outwardly what I was feeling inside. So that was another area that I really struggled with. I wasn't happy with my circle of friends. And that's not to say that I didn't have some really impactful, incredible friends in my life. Some of my dearest friends are people that I've known for 20, 30 years. But at the end of the day, what I realized was that I was surrounded by a whole lot of negative people who didn't believe in me. And because of that, that directly affected my ability to believe in myself. I wasn't happy with my career. And as much as I loved the automotive industry, which is what my background is, it's where I came from, I excelled there. I did really, really well but I felt like I was overworked and underpaid most of the time and I didn't have any kind of a life. And so that's why I made the leap into entrepreneurship. And finally, I felt unaccomplished. I felt like I hadn't done anything noteworthy that many of the people that I admired had done, right? And when I realized this through this audit process was that I had the power inside of me to change anything that I wasn't happy with. The hard part of it was finding the courage to take action. One thing that I've realized throughout my life and my career is that you have to be willing to trade in the person that you are for the person that you want to become. And I had this really powerful conversation last week. Every week I participate in these coaching calls uh, with the team at First Form. For those of you who may not know who or what First Form is, that's Andy Frisella's company. He's also the founder of 75 Hard. And I accomplished one of the biggest feats in my entire life last week. I completed the entire live hard program and guys if you don't know anything about 75 hard it's a feat in itself because most people don't make it past the initial 75 days much less complete the entire year and much less start it at a place where i was at which was horribly obese and two weeks prior to my completion of the live hard program i was given the honor and i was accepted into the first form elite legionnaire program which is something that my near 300 pound self could have never in a million years fathom it's it still brings me to tears to believe that i am finally part of something that's just so incredible and so like i said every week we have these group coaching calls and last week on our call uh, one of the elite coaches his name is tj lefaber he said something that was so incredibly powerful he said that at any given time we are essentially three people we're our past self we're our current self and we're our future self and when we get discouraged or we get in our own way, we are actually acting as either our past self that lacked the goal or our current self who is becoming distracted by our current situation or circumstances. Instead of making decisions based off of what our past self or our current self who is surrounded by tumultuous circumstances would make, we need to make decisions based on what our best future self would do. And when you do that, your life drastically changes. And so that's how I really began to take the steps of transforming and changing my life. I hadn't put, I hadn't heard it put that way before. But when you think about that, when you think about who am I at my best self? Who does that person look like? How does that person act? How does that person carry themselves? What are the things that that person does? When you do those things, it changes your perspective. And guys, Perspective is absolutely everything. 
So my hope for you today is that when I share these seven tips with you, that you're going to walk away with a different perspective of yourself. If you're someone like me who was struggling with confidence, you're struggling with things like imposter syndrome or feeling like you didn't belong, like you don't get a seat at the table, right? Like you don't deserve it. I went through that. Maybe you feel like you don't measure up to your own idea of what success looks like. My hope and goal is that these steps are going to give you a push in the right direction and they help you to understand that you are absolutely unequivocally 100% worth it. But today you need to make a decision and you need to decide that you are, okay? So I'm gonna dive into these again. I'm gonna go pretty quickly because I've only got about 15 minutes here. So number one, number one, if you wanna find the grass that's waiting for you at the end of that desert, number one, you have to own your mistakes. That's literally the first step that you have to take. And that's something that most people struggle with, right? We always have this, this thing where we want to divert. We want to divert blame. Well, this person did that to me or this situation happened to me. Guys, I lost my husband to suicide. The result of my husband committing suicide resulted in my children being kidnapped from me and being placed into a cult. I don't talk about that very often because it's very, very, very painful. But you have to rise above. You have to overcome. You cannot let your current circumstances dictate your future. You have to make a decision that you want to change. Every single day in life, there are going to be horrid circumstances that have the potential to come against you. You have to be that person that when the devil looks at you and says, you can't handle the storm, you have to put on the armor of God, the universe, whatever you wanna call it, and you have to be so steadfast and you have to look right back, stare him in the face and say, I am the storm. No matter what, no matter what is coming against you in this life, if you want to make it better, you have to decide. You have to decide. We can get so caught up sometimes that we can succumb to making bad life decisions, bad life choices, and sometimes they're simple mistakes. Other times it's intentional self-sabotage or we try to sabotage others. And this can be a real self-esteem killer. I said and I did a lot of really stupid, stupid, stupid things when I was trying to bounce back and, and pull my life back from that tragedy. I was drinking every day. I was drowning myself in bottles of wine. Some things I can't even tell you. I don't even remember saying or doing. But let me tell you how many other people told me about the dumb stuff that I did. And it's we were talking about pride this morning, right? It's really hard sometimes to swallow our pride. But I'm telling you right now that an I'm sorry is gonna go a whole lot further. Admitting that you're wrong is going to give you far more respect than diverting that blame to someone else and not owning it. And these days, it doesn't matter if it's my fault or someone else's, I own that. I own it. Whatever happens to me in my life, it is my fault. No matter who, what, when, where, or why could have been the cause of the result of it. So you have to own your mistakes. And it might not seem like it on the surface, but I promise you, People are going to have a lot more respect for you when you accept responsibility and you take the action to change versus wallowing in your own self-pity, playing the blame game, playing the victim role. Guys, we are all imperfect human beings and we all make mistakes. Your self-worth takes a nosedive when you refuse to be honest with yourself. That is my tip number one. You wanna find the grass, you wanna find that greener pasture, own your mistakes. No matter what it is, no matter whose fault it is, own your mistakes. Tip number two trade up your circle. I will say this on every single platform, on every single stage, every single solitary week that I am here, because it's, it's literally one of the most powerful elements of change that you will ever experience in your life. 
and it has been sent to the point of redundancy on this stage. But you really do become like the people that you surround yourself with. Your environment has so much to do with your thoughts of self-worth and self-esteem. And I never realized just how large of a role it played until I actually took the steps to change the one that I was in. When I began spending less time with the people who were negative, when I began spending less time with people who were engaging in the self-destructive behaviors, or worse, which I'm sure many of you can relate to, the people who encouraged mine, right? You've got that circle of friends who's like, hey, come on, you're having a bad day, you're depressed, let's go out and drink it away, right? We all know those people. And when you change those things, life changes. Stop surrounding yourself with people who aren't kind. Stop surrounding yourself with people who don't support your goals and your dreams. I don't care if it's your aunt. I don't care if it's your mom. I don't care if it's your best friend or your significant other. You have to start weeding those people out of your life or you are going to stay stuck. It's like a festering toxic wound. You want your life to change? Seek out winners. Seek out people who are positive and uplifting. The more that you surround yourself with goal-oriented people, the more you're going to be motivated to make those changes in your life and you're going to become a better person for yourself. So that's tip number two, trade up your circle. Tip number three, you want to find that green grass. Challenge yourself today to try something new. Guys, we're all creatures of habit. We tend to stay within our comfort zones. And whether it's ordering the same food when we go to a restaurant or not putting your name and your brand out there because you're afraid to get in front of the camera, Whatever it is, when you try something new, you're challenging yourself. You want to overcome your fear. You want to overcome that insecurity. You got to face them. And I get it. Go back. I, I swear, like, I've never taken anything down off my social media, good, bad, indifferent, ugly, anything that I've been through, because I wanted people to see the overcomer. I wanted people to see the evolution of my journey. And if you go back to 2018, I believe it was, when I did my very first live video, I'm in a, a camo hoodie. I'm in a ball cap. I have no makeup on, I'm a hot mess, and the, the video glitched probably 100 times, I kid you not. But I had to do that so that I could get better. I had to do that so that I could overcome the fear that I was facing. And for the longest time, you know, for a long, long time, I was completely anti-TikTok, even being a creator. Like I didn't understand the platform, and I was watching five-year-olds making these TikTok videos. And I was like, oh my gosh, like these little kids are doing this, why can't I? And so I've worked really hard this past year to overcome my anxiety of the unknown. And although I didn't actually expect any sort of grandiose outcome from it, I pushed myself and I've been creating TikTok videos this year. I've been putting myself out there on Facebook more. I've been putting myself out there on Instagram more. I've really been trying to just be completely transparent, launching my own swag line. Like, I don't know if anybody's ever gonna buy anything, but it's something that's so incredibly important and passion in my life. I want to hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day change lives that hashtag we rise together guys i bleed that hashtag every single day i walk it i breathe it i sleep it because i truly want to change just one life just one and with it being mental health awareness that green heart that color everything that it stands for it's so impactful to me and so i took a chance and i created some swag and i pushed it out there and again people may never buy it i don't care 
I'm doing it because I'm trying to challenge myself every single day to try something new. And I promise once you do that, you will have this amazing sense of accomplishment. You'll realize that, hey, you know what? That thing I was afraid of, it's not so scary. And sometimes it's in those very challenges, the big or small, that they can actually give us the best self-esteem boost in the, in the world. Because even if we suck at them, we tried. We're still doing laps around the people that are doing absolutely nothing. Practice makes perfect, guys. So get out there today. Try something new. You want to change your life? Just take a chance. Even if it sucks, even if you fail, take a chance. That's my tip number three. Tip number four, and again, this is something I believe, this is where my hashtag comes from, be kind to other people. It's so incredible what will happen when you are simply able to do that. If you can't do anything else on this list, just simply be kind to other people. You know, the smallest gestures, the smallest act of kindness, even, some, even just a small compliment that says, hey, I like your shoes, I like your hair, whatever it is, especially women. Women for so much of my life were, were catty and backstabbing. And I didn't have a whole lot of female friends growing up because they weren't the kind of female friends that most anyone would want in their circle. And so for me today to be someone who is a champion for other women and who empowers and pushes other women forward, that in itself has been a huge stride for me. But those continued acts of kindness, they always have a way of finding their way back to us. So if you're feeling down in the dumps today, I encourage you, Go out of your way just to say or do something nice for somebody else. The way that you treat other people is often how they will tend to treat you in the long run. So avoiding putting off negative energy or being argumentative, whether it's listening to another person who just needs an ear, letting somebody cut over in traffic, whatever that might be today, those little things add up to very big things and they have a way of helping you to feel better about yourself. So that is my tip number four, be kind to others. Number five, you want to find greener grass, you want to get out of your desert, write a daily gratitude list. We talk about that a lot in this stage too, but it's really powerful. And this is a practice that I've implemented daily for over a year and a half now. And you might be thinking, you know, I don't have anything of substance to be grateful for, but even writing down the small things at the start of your day and saying them out loud, it will set the mood for your day and it will help you turn those negative thoughts into positive ones. The first few seconds of your day that you wake up and how you're thinking in that state of mind it literally determines how it's going to be shaped. So fill yourself up with positivity. You're showing up here, that's a great start. Be grateful. Guys, if you're alive, you have something to be grateful for. If you're healthy, you have something to be grateful for. If you have clothes on your back, if you have a roof over your head, if you have food in your fridge, you have something to be grateful for. So even if those are the only things that you write down on your gratitude list, by continuing that over and over and over again, it begins to open up new pathways in your brain. It begins to open up new pathways in your soul and your self-confidence and your self-worth. So write them down. Remind yourself every single day of everything that you have to be grateful for. Number six, exchange a bad habit. I hope you guys can still hear me getting that poor signal. Exchange your bad habits for healthy ones. Guys, one of the biggest hurdles that I faced at the beginning of my journey was that I had developed a lot of really unhealthy habits and they were ultimately what led me to my lowest point. I wasn't eating right, I wasn't exercising. Like I said, I was drowning myself in wine, but like many of you might be today, I was at a place where I was completely overwhelmed and I felt like I had to tackle everything at once or it wasn't going to be worth tackling at all. And I had to shift that mindset. You know, a friend of mine put me in check and said, listen, you didn't create all of this bad overnight and it's not going to get fixed overnight. So pick one thing, one thing that you can focus on changing today. 
That's it. One thing. My biggest contributing factor to my weight and my depression, I, I really believe that it was all the alcohol. And so I started there. I decided that rather than having a whole bottle of wine, I was going to limit myself to a couple glasses. And then ultimately, I cut back and, and I eliminated it. And then once I conquered that, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I switched my diet. I switched my exercise habits. I invested in a fitness coach to help me change my relationship with food and fitness. You're not going to be able to tackle everything, but if you just focus on one thing that you can accomplish, one thing that you can change today and continue to stick to that, you're going to be mind blown at how that single accomplishment will begin to improve your confidence, improve your self-worth, get you out of that desert. Start with the end in mind and think about how much better you're going to feel when you no longer have to contend with that habit that is holding you back. And finally, number seven, and this is a biggie, I know it's easier said than done, but you have to raise the standard of your own inner voice. I get it, I know it's tough, but your inner critic has a way of creeping up and inserting negative thoughts into your mind, many of which can be destructive. I can look back at all of the times that I would convince myself that I wasn't good enough, I was too fat to accomplish something, I'd avoid going out, I'd avoid going to family events because I knew the battle that I would face just in finding something to wear. Guys, it was a real struggle for me. I didn't even wanna look at myself in the mirror. I didn't wanna get dressed because I didn't like the person who was looking back at me. But at the end of the day, I was the only person who could change that. Just like whatever demon you're facing in your life today, you are the only person who can change it. And the first step of that is silencing your inner critic. Guys, your mindset is absolutely everything. It is critical. And you have to make the decision here and now that absolutely no negativity is going to be allowed in your head, especially at not your own hands. Whenever those self-limiting beliefs or thoughts arise, you have to verbally shut them down. Like I literally have a saying, when those old thoughts creep into my head, I go, nope, not today, Satan. Nope, not happening. And I literally have strategically placed post-it notes all around my house to remind me of my great qualities. And that might sound silly, but sometimes we really need those verbal and visual reminders when we are setting out to tackle our own self-worth. And so today I encourage you, I encourage you guys, please, please, if you didn't get a chance you know, to listen to all of these, I'm just gonna recap them really quick. I encourage you to write these down because like I said, these are the things that I use to change my own life, to change every single thing in my life to get to the place that I am today. And I am by no means perfect and I still have a long way to go. And I'm in the process of hiring at my own coach, just like Steven said, you know, even us as leaders and coaches, we still struggle with things too, we're just like you. And sometimes we have to reach our hand out and say, you know what, I need help too. So I encourage you today, reach out, ask for help if you need it. But these are my seven tips, my final seven tips for finding the grass on the other side of your desert. Again, number one, own your mistakes. Number two, trade up your circle. Number three, challenge yourself to try something new today. Number four, be kind to others. Number five, write a daily gratitude list. Number six, exchange one bad habit for one healthy one. And finally, seven, raise the standard of your own inner voice. Silence that negativity, shut it down. Whether it's coming from you or it's coming from an outside influence, once you're able to shut that noise out, that's when things in your life will begin to change. And again, like I alluded to my conversation with you know, my coaches earlier this week, ask yourself, is this my past self making this decision 
Is this my current self making this decision based off of my unfortunate circumstance or situation? Or am I making this decision from the perspective of my best future self? What does that person look like to you? What do you look like at your best and most accomplished self? When you begin making decisions based off of that person rather than your past or present, I promise you, you will notice a significant shift in your life. I promise you, I am living proof. At the end of the day, I want you to remember that your career, your social media following, your age, other people's opinions and comments, your relationship status, your bank account, or anything other than what you think about you, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You have to love you first. And the quickest way to boost your self-esteem, your self-worth, and your self-confidence is to get a single win. Guys, even if it's a small one, those little wins, I promise you, will begin to add up. They will motivate you to get the next win and the next win and the next win. And before you know it, you'll be like me. One year will have gone by and you will, you will have literally blown your own damn mind. I'm living proof. Please, whatever you're going through today, don't let it hold you back. Don't give up. Keep going. I hope that you go out, you make your day today, and that you absolutely make someone else's amazing as always, we rise together. Click the link at the top of the page. As I said, 15% off right now in honor of Mental Health Awareness Month. Grab your We Rise Together gear. There's some really cool green heart stuff. There's some cool mountain stuff. I got my Queen of Clubhouse swag in there. So go pick yourself up some. Snap a photo, tag me in it. I'll send you something. I'll send you a free gift for doing so. So like I said, We Rise Together. I believe that is my time. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.